Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Thank you for joining me as I try to get these levels right. We have had some hard technical difficulties today. And, uh, you know, I don't like electronics and I don't like equipment like this. So that's all I can say right now. I'm very upset. But we're going to bring the energy up, Ty. How are you feeling? Uh, coming off UFC Columbus this past weekend, Curtis Blades takes care of business against Chris Dawkins. Uh, hopefully some people made some money out there. I don't know. We did give T- – you at least you did. You were feeling like he could finish him and get him out of there. So, hey. It was a good weekend, right? Or not? Not horrible. Not horrible. Not horrible. I uh, kind of salvaged it just like last weekend at the very end. Um, trying to get the momentum rolling into 273, but um, I don't know why I felt like it was this weekend. Of course, it's not. It's now we have another week. Nothing, there's really nothing going on this weekend, actually, like at all. Somehow you sound like you're underwater right now, which is great for uh, everything <laughs> that's going on right now. This is just awesome, but. Uh, I guess we, we already segued into it. There's nothing going on this weekend, so we can spend, I guess, a little bit more time than we normally would. But this would probably be a shorter podcast than because uh, we don't have we just don't have a hardcore picks breakdown to give you this week. Next week we got what UFC 273, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, Volkanovski versus TKZ, and then you got you got Jan Sterling, you got Jamaev and Burns. You got all sorts of shit going on in that on there. But let's keep it with Blades Dawkus. Uh, Dawkins gets TKO'd very early on in the second round, uh, 17 seconds in. I mean, it was kind of uh, just uh, just a typical story of kind of the Derek Lewis fight, just a little less gruesome than that one, I would say. But uh, it's just he's – Chris Dawkins not really on the level of those uh, upper echelon of the heavyweight yet. Yeah, that's two rough losses in a row. Um, Chris Blades, underrated, most underrated heavyweight in in the world, you think? Um. Yeah. I. I. I mean. It's. It's definitely a battle up there between who, like him and. I mean, Derek Lewis is another guy who does it on like a basis where you're like, God damn, like, maybe it's Tom Aspinall, man. After last weekend, yeah. you know, maybe we just haven't seen, you know, from him yet. But you're right. It's. It's either him or or one other guy. But Blaze continues to go out and do shit like that. And if you don't put him out cold, then you're in for a long night. And he's got that wrestling background too. I know he's uh he's kind of dangerous defensively. Yeah, he, uh, he doesn't he doesn't have really defense at all on the ground or standing up. But uh, it doesn't really matter, you know, with most of these guys. Um, he's in a nice little spot. I think they should have like a, a little tournament, like him, Toivasa, Stipe, Aspinall, something. We need a heavyweight Grand Prix uh, in the UFC. I think. Yeah, and it's a shame because heavyweight is always so, uh, like, you know, like it's just like such a space in between all of these fights. There's one big title fight a year. You don't get to see them on a regular basis, it seems. so. But it's nice to see the when, – when you get to see the high – like the top of the level heavyweights get in there, it's always a bigger – it's just the bigger guys, man. It's a big deal. It, it's Still John Jones, too. So. Yeah, and, you know, at some point you're going to have Nganu out all year. Maybe you do Stipe, you know, yeah, like, you know, there's a lot of different guys you could see up there, but it's just kind of in a holding pattern due to the fact that there's no title fights or anything like that scheduled. So 
Uh, Alexa Grasso, you know, takes care of business against Joanne. Don't call me Calder Wood. It, it just kind of this was a this was easy money for me and for you as well. Yeah, and you know it's funny. It was her first submission ever, I think, as a pro. Yes, um, she was like plus. I was like eight hundred to win my submission. Or something it's crazy. Um, I, I, I could have seen it honestly. I think she has good. She has good uh, jujitsu. She trains with you know Marino and and all those guys. And you know Joanne Calder was a or Joanne Woods a she's a quitter. You know she's been tapped out multiple times. Uh, she lately has just been not good at all. I mean. You know, the Maya fight was terrible. Uh, the Murphy fight sucked. She, I guess she beat Jessica I, but that wasn't good. And then Tyler Santos <clears throat> took, choked her out. She's she's about finished. I think she's 36, 37. You know, she was decent back in the day when she was, like, beating Courtney Casey and Valerie Latorno and Ariane Lipsky. But, um, yeah, I think she's about done. Yeah, well, you put it a lot meaner, I guess, than I would have, but <laughs> you're not wrong. You know, it's just, it's not. It's unfortunate, though. You know, I mean, kind of like title like, shot, title hopes are like gone. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. that's not happening now in my mind. Yeah. Well, she's down to 10. So she's going to need, you know, Manu Ferro jumps up, which we'll get into that. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame because I, I like Joanne Wood. I like the way she, she fights. And yeah, exactly. Does she she's beat not anybody horrible. under her? I don't uh, think so. Would she beat them? Or is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Like anybody from ten to fifteen, I don't. Calvillo, so. maybe, maybe. Jessica, I maybe, maybe. But they're they're also on their way out too. Casey O'Neill's fighting Jessica, I, which is uh very very interesting. A retirement fight, if you will. Uh, you're what you're hoping, dude. But I'll tell you what: after Roxanne pushed her to the limit, man, I'm uh, get out of here, dude. Pushed her to the absolute brinks. Oh, uh, Joanne would beat Tracy Cortez? No, probably not. Marina Morose. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it starts to get a little shady when you get down there, dude. These girls are coming, man. They're, they're fucking coming. Uh, well, I lost the page already, so what was next? Uh, but, no, yeah. Brian Barbarena, Matt Brown, split decision. Did you agree with it? I did. Uh, it's not just because I had money on Barbarena. I, I just truthfully thought he did I thought he did better in round three. I thought that's what it came down to. I thought he landed the, the, the bigger shots. The better shots. He was backing up a little too much, but it's fine. I, I just thought he was more active and uh, landed the harder shots, the better ones. Uh, the damage, he busted Matt Brown open. Not that that's hard to do, but you know Matt Brown's game, and I know you know it was it was in his hometown, so I was, I was very nervous. Um, but I thought they got it, they got it right. Yeah, one and three. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of agreed. Uh, let's see if we agree here. Kaikar, France, Askarov. Who did you have winning that? Um. So uh, here before, so I'll jump in. I I won't yeah, even let yeah. you answer the question. Uh, I'll give. I gave Askarov one. I gave Kai Kara France two. I gave Askarov the third round though, dude. And they all three judges gave Kai Kara France it, and I guess it was it was clo- it was very close because I don't think it was much of a uh, much action on. I I mean I mean Kai Kara France landed some good shots, but. Askarov, I thought he was pushing the offense more. I, thought, I don't know. It was, he had his back at one point. I know he, got, he gets thrown off, but I just felt – I don't know. Like, it was just a very close, close fight, but I don't think anyone I got robbed it, here. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't sure how this – I wasn't sure at all, honestly. Um, I did think – I did think, think Askarov uh, won, but I can see how you scored 
for uh, Carl Browns. I thought in the third round he did good with his kicks and whatnot. And maybe could have stole it. Um, I just I, uh, I don't think I could de- definitively give Car France the third. You know, as to where I could for Askarov. Not that I could either way, but uh, it's, it's not a big lean, but it's a, a medium sized lean to Askarov. But I'm, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, and that's like I said, it's like not really a robbery, but it was just I, yeah, like I can understand either way. What about this one, Neil Magny and Max Griffin? This was a close fight. Uh, yeah, what, I Magny won this. Yeah, Magny gets dropped in the in the first, right? Okay, so you probably don't give him that round. Uh, he, he wins the second round, in my opinion. Uh, and I thought the third round was close, but he wound up getting the offensive position towards the end, right? Or he was just—I thought he was just putting more offense on him. It was a very close. This is another close fight. This I just watched—I just watched this main card like twenty minutes ago, or however long before this, so it's all very, very fresh in my head, but. I guess that one could have went either way. I, I thought Griffin could have did more. Um, Magny, it, it seems like everybody has Magny right where they want him, and nobody really takes his chance. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if he really, you know, he can keep calling out Kamzat. Um, unfortunately, it's probably not going to happen. I would love to see Chimaev, you know, put him out since he, since nobody else wanted him. And they were, I think they were supposed to fight, right? Who? Uh... Was, it, was, was Magny and Chimaev booked? I thought it might no, have been. No, Magny was calling for it over and over again, but... Uh, one of them situations where he just never got it, you know. But he was yeah. like, I'm not scared um, to fight you. You keep saying everyone's scared to fight you. You know, like, come get some of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think you dominated the third round, but uh, <laughs> I think that call out a little, you know, premature. That's out of Max control. Griffin, I, I, I saw how Max Griffin could have won. Like, I know, you know, his odds before the fight were, I thought they were a little little lopsided, but you just can't count him ever. He, he doesn't. You know, he has fights in his hand, you know, won a lot. It's happened multiple times. The Cowboy Oliveira fight, the Alex Morata fight, the Thiago Alves fight. They just fucking lose them all the time. He probably shouldn't have won the Imadaya fight. Uh, you know, he kind of got lucky with Brahma. Um, you know, every time, it seems like every time I see him fight, it, you know, it's a decent fight and then he just he fucks up every time. So it's kind of unfortunate. But. Um, Mark DeCasey took care of Slava Claus. Pretty yeah. pretty dominant Easy. performance. So not, not much to say that I was wrong. And I just thought, you know, I thought the case he was a little more cooked than I gave him credit for. I, I guess, mean, I think I think to be honest, I think he he might be. The problem with is Slava Claus is is uh, he's rough <laughs> if he's not standing up. His stand up's good, man. He, truthfully, he's quick and he hits hard. Like if this stayed standing, the Casey, you know, not it wouldn't it'd be night night for him. You know, he hits really hard, especially at lightweight. But he is, you know, I don't think he's a gas tank at all. He um, he has no resistance to takedowns, it seems, at all. I mean, 11 of 18, I think, and DeCasey's, you know, he has a wrestling, like, background and pedigree and whatnot, but it's like he's, like, never really used it ever. Like, he doesn't, it's never really worked much. So, it's kind of concerning. Um, I mean, Slava's 30, you know. He's at Team Alpha Male, so I'm sure his wrestling will uh, get better, I hope. <laughs> but it was a little rough to watch. Also, board fight. Yeah, uh, it, it didn't do much. I, this was I was skimming through it because I was just like, all right, you know, like let's. Yeah. When you're all, when you're not watching them live, it just doesn't right. have the same effect. And you're like, oh, the, like this is how it's gonna go. Okay, like let's get, let's get out of here. And Another one we were wrong about: Sarah McMahon taking care of business yeah. against Carol Hossa. Another boring one. Yeah, it just uh, rest, yeah. wrestle season. Uh, yeah, same thing. Hossa didn't do shit until the third round, so that's cool. Um, broad. Gutierrez spinning back fist. 
Disgusting. Crazy. I thought he might have lost the first round, but he was still he still looked good. And then he started throwing more kicks, more kicks, and then uh, yeah. I mean, he needs to take more chances and do that more. He's he has a, a very wide arsenal, especially at one thirty five. Man, he can make a run. I think he's eighteen and three now. I mean, his only losses were to what Barcelos. Um, I think he lost to Timur Valiant like way back in the day when uh, David Branch was in World Series of Fighting, and that's after he beat him. So like. He's legit, man. Uh, when he beat, when he knocked out Vince Morales, I had him um, inside the distance, and he just kept throwing light kicks and, and finished him. It was crazy. I, I was just, I couldn't believe it. Uh, and I thought he beat Cody Durden, but you know. So yeah, Kizriev. Fucking. He, uh, he's a scary guy. He's a, he's a bit he's a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I I kind of like those guys. Those are the guys, the guys I more, like to watch. Tolulin, uh, you know, if he had a, if this was like boxing, he'd be really good. I think he can hit hard. He cracked uh, Kizrigev a couple times in the first. Um, then he got taken down very, very, very easily. So yeah, I'm, uh, Kizrigev said he wants to move down to 170. I want to see him. I want to see him fight that Magomedov guy. But if he's going to move down, uh, 170 is a fucking deep, deep division. So we'll see what he can do. I mean, his ground game's. He he got he like took him down and got his back in in the scramble and then put him to sleep. It was crazy. It was, truly, it was it was it happened so quickly. Um, but he's he's pretty exciting. The Black Wolf, Manion Faro, with a dominant performance against our girl Jennifer Maya. I thought she would get the finish here, but you know it was kind of just uh, yeah, just you know did what she had to do. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. I see more from Faro. Yeah. That's where but I'm at with her, with her right now. Up. I think I think Maya is a big step up. She's a veteran, and uh, she might be a little cooked, but you know she's a big, big step up from Maya Boyan Silva um, when it comes to skill, IQ, uh, everything, pretty you know, much experience. Right. Like, yeah, uh, she hits way harder. She's quicker. Like, she's better at everything. So, uh, you know, Firo has slowly gotten better and better. The tap to Richie to Maya Boyan Silva jump was a bit was a bit much. Um, because I mean, there's just such a large gap in weight, height, size, everything's cool. And then this is a big jump from Meyer Boyne Silva to Jennifer Meyer. So we'll see what they do next. I mean, you know, she's she's up there, so she's gonna have to improve on some things. Um, I, I also have to have the mute button ready when she's uh, when she's fighting. Yeah, like you said, it was just you know you don't know who's gonna be around, what's going on, why are why are this to sound like that, but. Um, <laughs> Nicolau, who like is another Rasta, one I was, took an L on. Uh, Nicolau takes care of business against Dvorak, yeah. which, well, so what do you think? More more on Nicolau, like performance-wise, or oh, just you well, didn't see round, enough from man, Dvorak? That first round was so bad. Just so, so. I had Dvorak inside the distance. I thought he would, like, be able to do more and press forward, and he didn't do, he didn't do a thing in the first round. Um, and then, yeah, Nicolau was good. He's quicker. Uh, it seems like it's harder, which I, I guess I didn't expect. Neither, neither there was neither guy I didn't think got a takedown either. So just very wrong, I guess. I Dvorak might have won the first round, but man, he was getting he was getting cracked with that straight left over and over and over. Um, so yeah, I read this one completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I couldn't agree more. Luis Saldana, Bruno Sosa. Got this one right. Yeah. So if I go through one, two, three, I mean, 
Four. Uh, no, we got a couple. The prelims were not good. The, the main card we did good on, for the most part. I don't remember if you I picked Askarov or, or Kai Carpenter. missing his right index finger. Did you know that? He's missing his right index finger? I did not know that. Yeah. I was watching. I'm like, something seems weird in his hand. And then they said it. And I was like, yeah, that's weird. That's weird, all right. How does that happen? Uh, I don't know. You have to, you have to get him on. Yeah, I'm going to have to get him on and ask him what's going on, dude. That's fucking insane. I went but, nine and three this weekend on predictions. Yeah, what, one, two, three, four, five. How many underdogs won? I think six. One, two, three, seven, eight. Four, yeah, five. eight and four, I guess. Uh, something like that. Six underdogs won. Yeah, that's that's not bad if you got not you know like you got a lot of them in there. So Carl France was a big one. The Casey was, I think, not big. Uh, McMahon was kind of big ish. Um, Saldana, I think, was even money. I had Saldana. A decent card. Could have been better. Yeah. So the winners of some of the awards was Fight of the Night was Barbarina and Matt Brown, and then Performance of the Night was uh, Curtis Blades and Chris Gutierrez. So. Congratulations to those guys. Except that from uh, the London card. But. Yeah, it was not a great, uh, exciting card. Especially when I was not able to watch it live. I was at the uh, the fights on Saturday. Uh, yeah. We're going to return from our L's. It's not, you know, not the end of the world. Here we we're, we're we'll Passes will be, uh, we be back. So let's, I guess we, I, I, did, I don't know if there's any news or anything you wanted to talk about. There's big fights next weekend, but. This is like I told you. I was. We weren't going to lie to you. There's going to be. Let's just go. I guess quickly, just a, a brief, brief, brief preview of next week. What? How, how are you feeling? Are you excited? I'm. I'm excited for the cards. There's a lot of questions I think that need to be answered. Uh, Chemaev is my favorite. Like uh, he's the one I'm looking forward to the most at this point. But got yeah, Ian Gary. There's a, a Rosenstruck fight in there. You know, like it's not horrible. Kay Hansen's fighting your girl Marco Madsen. There's a lot of different shit going on next weekend. Mackenzie Dern's fighting, so you know, like, how, uh, how are you feeling overall? I think it's going to be a uh, B-level uh, pay-per-view event. It's had a lot of really. I think. I think. Uh, I think it's going to struggle early. I think you know, starting off with Kay Hansen, that's a brutal one, and then you know, you go to Marco Madsen and Vink Pichel, Uh That might be boring. Santos Arce should be something, but then you got Mickey Gall, and you're like, oh, great. The heavyweight, heavyweight should be a banger. I think it should be on the main card. I don't know why it's it's not flipped with the Linux and Vendera in like the order. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Fluffy, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I really want to see him against um, fucking Albert Dariah. I love Albert Dariah, but he got, he got hurt. Um, that dude's a monster, man, 185. Uh, and then I want to see Imavov at 185 against Gaston, but he had to pull out uh, visa issues, whatever the fuck that means. I don't know how that's the whole thing, but oh, I know. Um... Ian Gary, you know, the demise of Ian Gary is, uh, okay. it, it is here. It's here. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to see that. Aspen Ladd is, is just randomly popped up. I forgot all about her. I uh, fight Raquel Pennington. Truth is Duplessis. I'm excited to see him. He's a beast. I think he'll, uh, I think he might stop Kelvin. Hot take. Just saying. Uh, Mackenzie Durr, my girl. Good to see her back. Yeah, more, uh, like, and yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I just, I'm really. I, I think it's kind of the the main event in, in the main event. Maybe, maybe the feature battle. I'm I'm truly interested to see how Gilbert Burns fights with like plus four hundred underdogs because I think that's kind of crazy. Um, but you know, it, I, I get it. But I think the main and co-main are going to you know, kind of 
not be close. Yeah, no, it's that's kind of. I mean, I got Jan and I Volkanovski going to take care, of, but that, that's just where I where I sit right now. That's that's how I feel. Chemayev is probably going to do some crazy shit again. If you minus six hundred, like that's a crazy number going into this fight, David. Dude, I'm, it's crazy because like Burns, you know, really could have knocked out Kamaru Usman like that. You know, it was very that, close. That that, that could have happened, in a, you know, in some alternate universe. Um, so like, I think he's very live in the first round. After that, if if it goes after that, or even like. You know, let's say he gets taken down, um, you know, at some point, Chimaev is going to fucking just hold him and, and you know. He's going to maul him, dude. It's, it's going to be bad. I know Gilbert Burns is a big dude and strong as fuck. I get that. But Chimaev has some just insane strength, man. He just holds you with one arm and just pounds you with the other. It, it's insane. I just went back and watched, like, all of his fights that I could. And it's just, his strength is it's, it's insane, He man. does it it's to insane, everyone. So. Anyone he's had to been in the cage with, he's just absolutely just destroyed them. So... The problem is, again. No, the odds would tell you that that's going to happen again. That's the thing. Like this is a big test step yeah. up in competition, but like it, it, it's not. They're not. They're not giving him any respect at all. Like he is. They just think that Chimaev's going to work him over. And I feel the same way though, because that's all I've ever seen. When he did that to Lee, that kind of broke my brain. I was just like, okay, wow. Like he's yeah. like toying with this guy, and this guy's supposed to be like you know like a high level he's a top 15 he's a good ufc fighter like he he made it look very 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 easy so now they're giving him gilbert burns and i mean gilbert burns was a 55er so he's a littler guy i can imagine him just smashing the shit out of him yeah it could happen i mean you know burns is probably just gonna have to land that shot or honestly you know what if burns shot first i don't know you know you didn't really expect that because he has really good jiu-jitsu um his path to victory, it just seems like every single path. I can see his path to victory, but they just seem blocked. His drive is just so goddamn good everywhere. Um, I really just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm with you. I'll, I'll be very interested to see the first round, though. You're going to know. You'll probably know what's going to happen within a minute of the fight. Oh, yeah, the first grappling exchange or the first striking exchange, you'll know right away what's going to. This is one of those fights. Under like, a half a round could be, could be something you play either way. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, that that's that. Uh, you, you, is there any like real? There's not really anything news wise. Uh, I mean, Nate Diaz continues to keep crying and complaining about getting a fight. I don't blame him though. If they're not going to give him a fight, I don't know who he wants to fight though. So uh, I guess that's something to be the you know discussed. Uh, I'm really. I don't t- know. This has been the story of his whole his whole him and Nick their whole career. They 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 say this thing, but then they don't know what they want ever, ever. They never know what they want. They, you know, they they say one thing, but they don't mean it. I don't know. I, I I'm, I've always been over them, and I thought they'd run away until they, you know, Nate came and beat Connor, and then he, I knew he would never go away after that. And of course, he has not. Yeah, and and that's kind of like it. There's not really anyone else looking for fight. I mean, you hear John Jones. Uh, you know, yeah, we're on about him. He's gonna, he's seen the, the heavyweight gold is gonna be his, whatnot. Okay, yeah, like you haven't fought in two years. Let's see it. We're still waiting for that. People, it's a lot of kind of like, uh, and like you know who's guilty of this? Cejudo all the time. So oh, I'll fight you. I'll do this. I'll do that. Yeah. And it's like you, you do just shut up and do it. Like stop calling yeah. every, everyone out every weekend. Like Connor does it too. It's like come on, dude. Like either just fight these guys or or just not you know knock it off. Uh, I I don't want to hear you constantly calling people out from your couch it's like it's like the same shit as like you know yeah like me or you were like yeah you know what come get some of this it's like yeah are you gonna fight them like no i mean these guys are fighters but they actually have the kate like we want to see this like why are you calling like cejudo and connor like i don't understand why these two are going back and forth. i guess cejudo just uses it to 
make his name bigger or whatever. But it's all that shit just gets on my nerves, especially when it has yeah. no realistic possibility of happening. But yeah, people are other idiots just like eat it up. Yeah, and you got the schmo talk, like yeah, let's just keep yeah. it going, you know. Uh, so let, quickly, we'll do an event from the past and we'll get out of here. We're not gonna hold everyone up too long since it's going to be a real slow week. Uh, what do we got here? We got Justin Gaethje and Edson Barbosa. That happened, I believe, two days ago. Uh, three you know, three years ago to the day on Wednesday. Philadelphia. So that's, we were both at this event, not not together yeah, sure. at, separately. But let's, I just did want to talk about um, – it's just yeah, – Barbosa's not even at 55 anymore. It's crazy how, like, what changes in three years. Like, And Gaethje's, like, fighting for the title again for the second time. Yeah. So – I, you kind of saw that from Gaethje that he was always going to be one of those guys, though. Just not even this night. You knew you knew well before this that he he was coming and he was pretty serious. But Barbosa was a good test for him. You know, he he just knocked out James Vick, so it's like everyone was like, okay, that was like you know, oh, like six seven months that before brutal, that. Man. But Barbosa, I mean, in the corner. Then he does four in a row, you know, like knocks out Donald Cerrone, and then you know the Tony Ferguson fight will never be forgotten. So. That was unbelievable, uh, the beatdown that he gave him. And then, you know, Habib, Michael Chandler, all that. But it's crazy. That was a well, How quickly was that fight? About three minutes, two minutes, 2.30. Two minutes and 30 seconds. And those, two, those guys were throwing down. I had a great, I had a great, uh, a great recording. Uh, I think I tweeted a video of it a couple of days ago of my angle of the knockout. It was nuts. And I shook the camera a little bit, but I held it a little steady. And then he got on the... Uh, he got on the octagon or got on top of the cage and then did a did a backflip and it was, it was we were by the time that, that like that fight happened we were all smashed it was just like oh my god and it was right after um it was right after Hermanson got the quick guillotine which yep. was right after Emmett got the knockout which was nuts and we we're just like oh my god it was we're a good night smashed. of fights man yeah it, it was you know because we had a, we had a little bit of a lull in the beginning I think the first like. Six fights were, uh, or five fights were like decisions. Yes, and um, we were just like so over it. And then it happened. And then there was a knockout, like, Ooh, and then there was a couple more decisions. We're like, oh man. Um, but at the very end, it, it fucking paid off. It wasn't expensive at all. We were, I had good seats. I think you had you had good seats too. Yeah, yeah, you were close. I think. Yeah, we were down low. Uh, it wasn't like crazy low, but it was you know good, good enough. Good enough. You get Barbosa coming out to the Rocky the song, getting booed. Uh, it's just a great the fights. No, there's nothing like going to a UFC event, man. It, it truly is. Uh, unmatched. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Like I've been to UFC. Been to three of them, a couple now. So like it's. I just can't wait for them. Any any time they're in the like two hour range, I, I try to go. Other than going to like, I'm not paying six hundred dollars to go to Brooklyn to watch something yeah. like that. But you know, yeah, I was supposed to go to two seventy three. Fun fact, but no, yeah. not going now. No, I'm going, to, well, I'm going to Ireland in April. So oh, true. Money-wise, it's going to be tied up there. Uh, but I, I, I wish they'd come to Tampa. I mean, it's Vegas, 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 Phoenix. Uh, where else? Vegas. We can go to Singapore if you want. Um, Let's go. Watch the Valentina Shevchenko put somebody to bed. Yeah. We can go to the Singapore Indoor Stadium. Very uh, great name. Well, it sounds like you literally have your phone in your armpit right now. Like, it's, I don't. It's it's No, it's, it's right next to me. It's it's crazy. Uh, so, what do we, I guess we'll quickly go through all this. Um, you know, you got Jack Hermanson, like we said, took care of business. The Emma TK or the Emma KO was pretty crazy. I thought Michael Johnson was like, winning. Was port- yeah, that's uh, that was uh, 
what a time to be alive. David Branch, who is not fighting anymore, uh, he fought. He, he, he got submitted by Alexander Shmlenko, uh in Russian cage fighting championship. So. Michelle Waterson dominated Karolina Kovacavich, who, you know, that's... Kennedy, well, Michelle's kind of still fighting, but Carolina's basically, uh, yeah. she retire yet? I mean, she should. But. Uh, she retired, so she retired, and then she came back, um, and then she lost again. <laughs> yeah, so that's so, that's never, it's really not a good sign. So, I think it's like five in a row. Paul Craig was losing, and then Triangle showed Kennedy and Juku, which would have been a bad loss on his record, but he was able to get it done because Kennedy and Juku fought with zero IQ at the time. I was very upset because uh, I had him yeah. in that bet, but. Sadiq Youssef. Fight. There was some booze coming out. There was, it was a boring, boring fight because Paul Craig just kept laying down, like trying to play jujitsu, and he wound up winning at the end. So, Sadiq Youssef, yeah. Shaman Morais. Uh, that was a boring Decent fight. fight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but really. he cracked him. I mean, Shaman no. Morais got hurt a couple times in that fight, if I remember correctly. But Yeah, we were, watching wise, there was a lot of, like, you know, more like moving than action. But, yeah, you know. Marina Rodriguez took out Jessica Aguilar, which is not, not surprised. They were, they, were, they were throwing around for a while. A lot of, it was a little sloppy, a little messy, but they were, they were throwing around. Desmond Green with a nice T, uh, TKO of Ross Pearson. Ross Pearson. I was excited about him. Back and then, then he uh, went to jail. Yeah, and then he went to jail, exactly. And Ross Pearson went on to fight, like, you know, one more time. His wife. At, um, at yeah. Pro Bellum. And, uh, yeah, he did wind up fighting his wife. But he got rolling thunder kicked in his head. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I read that by, by the gallon dude. Yep. That would be a name in Davy Gallant. Yeah, the French fellow. He's in Bellator, I think. He's, he's, he's not bad. Kevin Aguilar, Enrique Barzola. Not uh, not exactly your number one uh, Barzola now in Bellator. And uh, Kevin Where Aguilar is has taken some L's since this fight. Uh, Danny Gay, Tugagov, or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, Tugagov, poop above. Uh, Charles Hosa, Charles Rosa, and Tucker Lutz. So, I mean, he's not exactly losing to these bums, but... He lost to Tukagov, who has a win over McGregor. Tukagov got slapped. All right, uh, Kevin Holland, split decision against GM3. I do remember this being a really close fight. Yeah, he almost lost this fight. Yeah. Casey Kenny, Ray Borg. Ray Borg missed weight, I remember, but I thought he won this fight, but it was a unanimous decision. The refs were all... we, We were all booing, I remember. We were not happy. I don't exactly. I mean, you you kind of just doing whatever. I don't really know if you got screwed or whatever. It's, yeah, I think I had board too, so yeah, I was probably in. reacting emotionally. But and I don't remember Alex Perez and Mark De La Rosa. It was that was kind of a yeah, long fight. I, I and Marina Moroz and Sabina Mazo. I do not remember. I think I missed the first two. Uh, when we got to our seats, somebody was already plastered before this fight even started. Crazy, because uh, there was a Phillies game going on the same day. Oh, all right, yeah. And the city was t- getting torn up. Yeah, there was a lot of tailgating going on out in the parking lot when I got there. So, Anik Cruz and DC. Yes. And Olivi also in attendance. Fight of the night was Justin Gaethje and Barbosa. So that goes to show you what was going on. It was two minutes and 30 seconds. And the performance of the night was Hermanson and Paul Craig, two submissions. So there's that. The gate was $1 million, $1,100,000. Wells Fargo I have a Center. picture with Mr. Uh, Barbosa? Yeah, I look so different than that, man. Three, oh, it's crazy. Uh, I wanted to get a picture of Gaethje. That wasn't happening. Then I wanted to get a picture with Carolina, but she looked like she was going to cry. But she always does. So I, I wasn't sure what to like, do. So I didn't, I didn't ask her for a picture. And that was UFC Fight Night uh, 2, or UFC on ESPN 2. So that was actually yeah, a, a big card. Yeah, 
Uh, Connor? No, that was the first. Was Connor the first ESPN card? No. No, no, I believe it was um, uh, Dillashaw and Cejudo was the first, literally the first ever ESPN like yeah. plus card, I think. Oh my God, right. That was crazy. crazy. It's been three years since they start, since they hopped on ESPN. I feel like it's I love it's it. Just that. On e- it being on ESPN has been great in my opinion, but big fan. It's the same like going on ESPN.com on the website or going on ESPN Plus and like you know all the stuff they have for the UFC on there is it's really good. Honestly, it's really well done. Yeah, and it's just cleaner. It's better. You can find it more more efficiently. And I just never liked it on Fox for some reason. I, did, I just didn't feel like they covered it well enough. And they the, 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 they're different ESPN shows, and or they're like fight night shows. They're they're UFC like uh, fight night on Fox or whatever that that show with they would have the interviews. That shit was good, but I don't know. I, I guess there's not it. It ain't as hype as it was then either. In my opinion, there's not like the personalities now that kind of get into these like right. There's like who really doesn't like each other. Jan and Sterling don't like each other, but they don't speak the same language, so it's kind of yeah. like difficult. Like, and, and one's a fraud. Like we all know kind of what's going to happen next week, but like he's like, oh, it's going to be a robbery and a, like Vegas bank. Like it's just so all of it to yeah. me is so corny. I don't. But hey, man, maybe he pulls off some crazy shit. I doubt it. And then I can see him getting like. Uh, you know, grabbing a neck or, you know, an arm or like, cause he, you know, he is long and he is very like fucking, like a, he's like a spider, man. He, he, you know, if you, if you let him grab something, he will. His jujitsu is legit, man. He has a strong grip. What he did to Sandhagen was, you know, crazy. Crazy. But I still, yeah, I'm with you 100%. But, you know, hey, never know. Uh, who do you think is the most exciting champion right now? And then this will be the last thing, and then I'm getting out of here because I know who my answer would be. The most exciting champion right now? Yeah. Oh. Hold on. My answer is Oliver. Um, mine is probably. Might be Oliver too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just to be different. I'm gonna go with Figueroa. Wow. Okay, I like that though. That's a that's a good choice. It's kind of the same thing because they have this just kill or be killed mentality. So, yeah, it's uh, all on the line when they get in there. I can't. I can't see go. I mean, you know, I guess you obviously answer you want to say like Ngannou, but he he's had some stinkers. Like I can't. I can't yeah. like ignore that. You know, what I mean, I'm not gonna just ignore that. I, I can't. You know, when does Charles Oliver have a boring fucking fight? Never. No. Literally never. Figueroa, same thing. Uh, I mean, Usman lately. You know, but. Um, yeah, 100%. Usman's been awesome, but, uh, that's about, that's about it. I, I honestly don't, I don't feel like, uh, pushing it on the people. We, we don't have much to talk about this week due to it being a slow week. We'll have a full episode next week, not a breakdown, but, or we'll be, the, the preview of next week will be very, uh, very hands-on and hardcore. We're going to have some picks next week. I'm, uh. Next week's going to be crazy because, um, it's the 9th, right? April 9th? Yeah. There is a lot of boxing. Really? This is where boxing is starting to get started. Um, so we had some boxing over the weekend. Tim Zhu beats Terrell Gauche in the middleweight belt. He got dropped in the first round, but he looked good after that. Shout out to Terrell Gauche. Uh, used to follow me on Twitter. That's my boy. Uh, Miguel Burchell gets stopped by Jeremiah Nakatila. Nakatila? Um, in, in a pretty big upside. I mean, Nakatila is pretty good. He hits hard, but uh, Burchell got absolutely just steamrolled. Uh, and coming off his other loss to Valdez, Oscar Valdez, uh, not looking good for Burchell already. Kiko Martinez lost to Josh Warrington again. Uh, so not much happened in boxing, but 
We're going to have Ryan Garcia on the ninth. We're going to have Gennady Golovkin back on the ninth. Uh, Michaela Meyer, I think that's that's a huge name in women's boxing, I believe. I think that's Eddie Hearn's girl. She's going to be boxing. Uh, she's sick. And then she is nice. And then Errol Spence is the weekend after that with Connor Ben fighting also. And then, you know, I think at the end of the month, you have Fury and Dillian White. And then Shakur Stevens, Oscar Valdez, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano. The whole month of April is going to be nuts. And then it kicks right into May. So, um, yeah, you know, this weekend's truly, it's like the calm before the storm um, for the ninth. So I can't wait. Can't. Enjoy your uh, women's uh, fighting or your women's basketball, your men's basketball. Uh, kind of the last. Oh, Rock uh, Talk Jayhawk. Yeah. Rock. Huge game tomorrow. Who do you got? Let's, let's give some picks. Uh, yeah, so yeah, while we're here, we'll give, we will give some picks. Give me Kansas. Give me the Jayhawks. Uh, money line. Uh, I don't know exactly how much they'll win by. It's a. The them losing Justin Moore is going to be huge, dude. I, I just that think. I, I just think with, it. I would probably him, pick. I we might have been fucked. Yeah, I would have picked Nova if Jay had. I I do think he's that valuable. I could definitely see Nova winning the game, but because yes, they still could. They, they they literally this year's Villanova team, I think, would have the third best free throw percentage in a single season in NBA history. Wow, is what I believe I saw. Jay Wright, don't play around, insane. dude. Dude, no, that's fundamental. You over there. Um, Bill Self and, and Jay Wright, I think, are two of the top three coaches in college basketball, truthfully. I think K. Still might be up there, man. It sets when he really, you know, runs some shit. He really gets Duke playing well. I mean, look at how they're playing right now. Uh, I'm going to go UNC with the upset, and I'm going to go with Kansas. UNC-Kansas final uh, championship. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go UNC as well, and then I have UNC beating Kansas because I just am convinced wow, that UNC is the best team in the in the world now, so... Um, hey, if Kansas wins the national championship, I'm buying a bottle of Remy Martin for Mr. Remy Martin on Kansas. There you go, Remy Martin, sure. one of the yeah. ugliest jumpers I've seen in a little bit. But it's uh, uh, it's it, his play style in general is is very ugly. But gets it done it, though. Somehow, yeah, the one legged the the one legged step back twenty footer twos that are all net. I don't know, but tune in tomorrow. There you go. So that's the Shoulder Strikes NCAA Tournament podcast uh, there at the end. But thank you for joining us. Uh, sorry for the short episode, but again, I'm not. We're not going to sit here and talk about what do you think Connor's going to do in his next fight. Like, uh, we'll, we'll save that Brock for another Lesnar time. Come back? Yeah, when is Brock Lesnar going to come back? Do you, do you see Dustin Poirier make another run at the title? Like, nah, I'm I'm okay. But thank you for joining us again. Hot Take, Hot Box, Shoulder Strikes, MMA Podcast. Uh, like I said, next week's going to be a huge week for picks Dude. and just gambling. And I think it's going to be a nice night of fights. So it's not going to be great. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it's going to be a, a huge, great, exciting, awesome barn burner card. It's it's a nice pay-per-view card. It's not awful, but it's not great. So Once that main card starts at 10 and then once some of the boxing fights, like Ryan Garcia on the zone, I think Gennady Golovkin also on the zone. He's fighting fight in Japan, so he's going to be early in the day. So, like, that whole day is going to be Eric Lubin's fighting against yep. Mr. Fundora. Dude's name is Fundora. I, I mean, come on now. It's got to be a fun fight. So, yeah, I'm excited that whole day. Um, the main card for UFC is really when shit's going to, you know, that's when you lock in. That's when you get the, the drinks ready, you get everything, food, everything. So, Yep, and your your medical cigarettes, and, and you get ready to enjoy. You get ready to enjoy a nice card. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Matt McSweeney. This is uh, who? This is what's my name? Ty Capone. There you go. All right. Thank you for joining us. Go Birds.